Success Road Podcast, incremental change in your life. Many people fear change. Some people may not say that they fear change, but they don't like change. Why is this? What is it about change that people don't like? What is it they fear about it? Well, my name is Joshua Rivers, and I'd like to welcome you back to the Success Road Podcast. We are continuing in this year of freedom. We focus on the fact that success is a journey. It's not a destination. And so with that comes change. And so we're going to talk about change in this. And so why do we fear change? And so I'm not an expert in this field, but I see three main reasons why people hate change or why they fear change. The first of all is that we are creatures of habit. Change challenges those habits and routines. Number two, there's a fear of the unknown. In other words, we generally know what to expect in our current situation, but we don't know what it will be like if something changes. We don't like that and we're afraid of that. And then number three, we feel like change has to be huge and it has to be done quickly. This kind of thinking amplifies the fear. So the first two reasons regarding our habits and the fear of the unknown are mindset issues. I don't plan to cover this right now, but let me say this. When many people don't like change, they don't like the way things are going either. In order to change the way things are going, something has to change. It is that fear, though, that keeps people from making the necessary changes. The third reason is what I want to deal with in this episode. If the change is too big or is implemented too quickly, it usually isn't very effective. And if it's a huge change that happens quickly, it can be really messy. However, change is best done in smaller bits over time what I call incremental change. Just think about all the diets that you've done or that maybe other people that you know have done. So what causes many of those plans to fail? Well, usually a diet and exercise regimen is created that is drastic. It may create short-term results, but it's just like rubber band that's stretched too quickly, either snaps or it bounces back. So diet plans that work best and produce longer-term successes are the ones that make the smaller changes over time. They are the plans that are lifestyle changes, not just temporary diets. And so Cliff Ravenscraft is an example of this. Cliff is an online friend of mine, and he's been known for years as the podcast answer man. Years ago, I think it was back in 2000. I can't remember the year now, but 2007, I think he left this. But years ago, he was in a family insurance business, and he turned to teaching and podcast business online. And so through a sedentary lifestyle, he began to gain and retain weight. And so after years of unsuccessful diet plans, he made a lifelong commitment at the end of 2014. He committed himself to working out six days a week, not for... 30 days or for a quarter or anything like that. He committed to six days a week for the rest of his life. He was making a life change. So now in his case, he did have some intensity behind the workouts, but it wasn't the intensity that brought the success. It was his commitment to do it for the rest of his life. He didn't treat it as a 30 day or 90 day diet where he would return to his quote unquote normal lifestyle. 
he ended up making it a priority every single day. And so he committed to six days a week, but there's a lot of times that he was doing it actually seven days a week from what I remember in his, uh, in his podcast as he was sharing that. So commitment for you, you have to make a change over time and you have to commit to it for your life. Keeping on the health track. If you want to lose weight, don't focus on the total weight that you want to lose. Set a reasonable goal that you can achieve aim for like one pound a week. And so for me and for many people, one pound doesn't seem like a whole lot. And if you look at one pound a week, they may not seem like a whole lot of change either. But if you add that up after a whole year, that's 52 pounds. And so for me, that would put me close to what my ideal weight would be. And so I would still probably have a little bit of work to do, but that would bring me really close if I were able to do that, which hopefully I will be able to implement some of this and report back to you later on as well. And so, but some people might say, I don't want to wait a year. I want it more quickly than that. Well, would you rather aim for a short-term result that may cause excessive frustration and stress and the results may actually even backfire because you might lose that weight quickly, but then you might gain it right back. Or would you rather set a plan in motion that will yield smaller results in the short term, but will also set you on a trajectory of success? You need to make small commitment that you can hold on to and then slowly build on that. Depending on where you grew up, building a snowman may have been part of your childhood winters. I grew up in southern Wisconsin, and our winters were about six months long, usually from Halloween to Easter. Large snowfalls were common, so we spent plenty of time playing in the snow, from sledding to skiing to building forts and tunnels, creating snow angels, and then also building snowmen. In case you're not familiar with the process of building a snowman, let me break it down to the basic steps. First, let's start with the end product. We're looking for three large balls of snow, usually the largest on the bottom and the smallest on the top. So how do you go from tiny snowflakes to a large ball? What you do is you start with a small handful of snow and pack it together. If it doesn't end up in the back of your brother's head, which I've been guilty of, you'll then take that ball and you start rolling it on the ground. Eventually, that little snowball will pick up a snow on the ground and start to get larger. You'll do this back and forth and side to side, kind of rolling it around in a circular fashion. Try to make it more of a ball. If you just go forward and backward, it'll, it'll end up with more of a cylinder that's round, that's like like a can. And that's usually not what we try to make our snow snowmen to look like. But anyway. And so you'll repeat this process for the other two balls. So you had the big ball on the bottom. You create another ball, the same process, starting with the hand, handful of snow, the little snowball. You roll around the snow till you get a bigger ball. You put that in the middle. You just do the same thing for the head. And then you'll go around and then you'll pick up sticks or charcoal or carrots or whatever else you want to do to try to create a face and arms and things like that for the snowman. And, and, and then you get your snowman. So, but what's the point of this story? Building a snowman is composed of large balls of snow that starts by taking a small handful of snow and packing it together. It's starting small and slowly adding to it. 
same process that we've been talking about. There's also the domino chain reaction. It's said that a domino can knock over another domino that's up to 50% bigger than itself. And so I tried looking online to try to find the actual statistics and numbers, but basically if you start with a two-inch domino, that would be able to knock over a three-inch domino. And so you stand them up end-to-end, -end, all that kind of stuff, or stand them up on the ends and you place them uh, whatever distance apart enough for the, that first one to be able to knock over the other one. You can knock over a three-inch domino. So then you get that three-inch domino. It can knock over a domino that's four and a half inches and so forth. So if you were to start with a domino that was five millimeters, again, I got the statistic offline, uh, but anyway, five millimeter domino, you'd have each successive domino be 50% bigger. Then the 30th domino would be about the size of the Empire State Building. And then that would be able to be knocked over just by topping, tapping, excuse me, that little domino with your finger. And so it doesn't take a whole lot of effort to be able to knock over a five millimeter domino. That's pretty small, a very small time and effort um, energy um, investment to be able to do that, but the process will knock over the Empire State Building. And so, but it takes time, it takes dedication, it takes consistency to be able to set that kind of thing up. So we need to set up our goals like dominoes, start small, and then you slowly increase them. Have one domino that'll be able to trigger the next domino that'll be able to trigger the next goal that you have to be able to knock down a goal that is even a little bigger. So incremental change can be powerful. Now, this episode is definitely a lot shorter than the previous ones that we've had, but um, I need to keep it short. I am actually going to be going to uh, travel uh, this this week because uh, my grandmother passed away, and so I'm going to be traveling for the funeral and to be uh, closer to my family um, during this time. And so we are uh, going to be doing that. So it's just going to be me and the kids. And so definitely excited to be able to see my family. Hate to be able to leave my wife behind, but she can't be able to get off work for it. And so anyway, so the episode's a little bit shorter this week. We'll come back next week. I'm going to have a previous episode that I've done before um, on a different podcast, the Messy Middle Podcast. I brought one last week. I'm going to bring another one next week to be able to share with you from uh, Mike Vardy. And so he is the productivityist. And he shared some uh, pretty cool things with me before. And I'm going to share that interview with you next week. So definitely make sure you come back. It's definitely very helpful things to help you as you try to uh, tackle your goals, try to improve your success, success in your life. And so with that, we're going to go ahead and sign off. You can go to joshuarivers.net to be able to get the show notes, sign up for the newsletter, and all those different things there. So with that, we're going to go ahead and talk to you later. Thank you, and God bless.